Welcome to the This Game Wear podcast, the only podcast guaranteed to be glitch-free. I'm Chris, and over there is... Me, Ashley! Hello, everybody! Got musical again. How are you? <laughs> I'm great, thanks. How are you? Very good, thank you. I'm in good spirits. In fine fettle, as they say. No, I don't have any fettles. I had them taken out when I was younger. So they're, they're, they're neither fine nor otherwise. No, they're, they're nothing. Redundant. They're just not there. I don't know where they are. They may be maybe in a laboratory somewhere. Okay, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with that, so I'm just going to ignore it and move on. The game this week, I think, is one you are going to be very happy with. Really? Mm, that I doesn't do. happen very often. I'm a bit of a grump ass, aren't I, when it comes to your games? Are you being sarcastic? It's not my, It's not Sonic again, is it? No, I, I genuinely think you'll like this one. Okay, so right then. the game we're doing this week is this game where you live out your bomb diffusal fantasies. It's very simple, and everyone listening, or at least the vast majority, will have played it. Huh. Bomb diffusal? Mm, bomb location, perhaps. Bomb location? Yeah. Should I know this? Yeah. I have made the clues a little bit cryptic just to throw you off, but... Do you mean they're lies? No. They're not lies, down okay. lies and statistics. They're all true. Right, okay. All right, put me out of my misery. Minesweeper. Oh, no! Yeah, of course. Yeah, obviously it was Minesweeper. Yes, I like Minesweeper. Yeah. Minesweeper is a very good game. Super simple. I can't believe you've picked it. Why have you picked it? Because I like Minesweeper. And because oh. I think everyone will have an affinity with Minesweeper. I've got a really sad romantic story about it. Well, that's one of the reasons why I chose it, because I know that sad because romantic story. Because you already story. know the sad romantic story. Oh, gosh. It's how you and I met. Yeah. So, I'm going to... No. <laughs> that's no. not how we met. That's not I how forgot we... for a moment. <laughs> I, I... You were lost in trance then. In my mind, there are two versions of you, just incidentally, since you brought it up. <laughs> right. There are two versions of you, right? Well, there is the... the romantic and non-romantic. That... No. There's the version that I met when I came for my interview at the place that we worked together and I came to the wrong building because they had two buildings and it was apparently, in fact, I remember now that it was you that showed me where the other building was. You answered the door and walked me around to the other building. Right. So that's one version of you. And then there's the version of you that I worked with and that I know now, which is like the real version of you. And they are distinct, two distinct people in my mind. Was I quite pleasant when I showed you to the building? You were also, you were a bit like mystical because it was... <laughs> like everything was unknown um right. about about the job and all that and it was quite it was quite a cool job looking in from the outside and obviously you were doing it and you were like this random bloke who was you were basically right don't genuinely don't let this big you up too much don't let this go to your head it was like meeting a superstar one that i didn't know but but or nonetheless it's what everyone's saying on social media on our facebook page our instagram our twitter and youtube they're saying that i am the superstar of the podcast yeah no they're not saying that but you don't uh, do you get what i'm saying yeah that, without me there was yeah. a mystique about you that I, I was some sort of mystic guru and you wanted in yeah yeah exactly yeah and then i found out you were a real twat Nice. Is that an okay thing to say on the podcast? Well, you texted me. So. You texted me like yesterday, so I didn't reply because <laughs> because yeah, I, because I, I did was, actually because I was affronted. <laughs> did you actually? I was going to ask you about that because yeah, I noticed that you didn't reply. Were you were you sad that I said that? <laughs> no, no, not at all. I just thought it'd be fun to wind you up a bit and sort of make you think that. Right. Okay. Well, that's because you're a twat. <laughs> exactly. <that>? Self-evidential. <laughs> 
Mm. Right, I'm going to explain the rules of Minesweeper. Do you need to... Who needs to know the rules of Minesweeper? First off, is Minesweeper still installed on on Windows? Have you asked... Have you checked that? Right, yes. Uh, it's it's not available on Windows currently, but it is available as a free download. But don't download it yet. Okay. Because I've not down, I've not downloaded it either, so we could both do it at the same time, because there's no point me downloading it ahead of it. Because that's so romantic too. To then sit and wait for you to download it. Well, mm. no... I have to explain Minesweeper because I never understood it at all. I used to play Minesweeper quite happily when I was a nipper. I was about 10 or 11 and I had no idea what to do at all. It wasn't until I was about 19 when I was at university that someone showed me how to play it, what the rules were. Right. I actually understood it. Well, to be fair, and when I, we were in primary school, we did the same thing. You yeah, just click randomly until exactly. it blew up. I didn't know what I was supposed to be doing. It was something about numbers and the little face making him smile or making him sad. I definitely managed to cotton on to what was happening before I was 19 years old. That seems a bit old. That's like believing in Santa when you're 50. Not knowing how you play Minesweeper before you're 19 years old is is worse, in fact, I think, than believing in Santa when you're 15. And then I really got into it when I was about 19 after I was shown how to play it. And I distinctly remember listening to the Smiths and playing Minesweeper a lot. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, that's a it, mood. What's an image that portrays? Yeah. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> at university, the whole world at your feet, and you're sat in a dark room listening to the Smiths and playing Minesweeper on your own. Hey, I didn't say anything about being dark. It was fully, fully lit. Let me just make this worse for you. You were playing the single-player version of Minesweeper. Yeah. Right. At that point, there was a version that you could play online with another person. Yes, I know full well, but I was quite... All right, and was... you... you re- yeah, you you was, refused that. I was quite didn't want... Yes, yeah. I'm sure you were... What album? Which one? All of them. Mm, okay. No, I really got into... Do you still listen to the Smiths? No, I haven't listened to the Smiths for quite a while. Yeah. No, it was, it was more The Queen Is Dead. And in HMV, their albums were regularly £5 on CD. So I went through a bit of a phase of buying quite a lot of them and listening to them. And Yeah. It's a shame, isn't it? It's a shame what happened. But let's not go there. Not dwell on that. No, let's not. Because I think it'll make me sad. So, it does make... It genuinely makes me sad. I yeah. found... I, I, we won't dwell on it, right? But I will say this, I found the Smiths quite late. Like, I heard some of the Morrissey stuff and didn't like it. So I dismissed the Smiths and then actually found the Smiths probably when I was about 25. So late. And then just really loved them. Like, my favourite song is Frankly Mr. Shankly, Mm, which is phenomenal to sing along to. And the rest of the album's really good to just caterwaul out of your car window when you're driving down the motorway. Every window open. Brilliant, brilliant album. But I feel guilty listening to it. Yep now and it's a shame because i only got how many years did i get before i had to start feeling sad about listening to the smiths not, not very many, many. No. in fact if i'd done my research i probably could have found a good reason not to yeah not to do it even then i was just thinking that i remember reading an interview with morris in 2006 i think it would have been and he Where said, it was a bit ropey yeah I went to see him on that Can- tour and the friend I went with, uh, we were in the mosh pit at, uh, at the Morrissey gig and she got bashed into by Tommy Walsh out of Ground Force. Wow. You know, I could see Tommy Walsh being a bit of a Morrissey. Well, let's not... Not just a sp- Morrissey fan. <laughs> yeah. We can leave it behind now. Yeah, I was just lamenting at the fact that I found them late and therefore couldn't enjoy them with gay abandon. And lamenting quite, a, quite a Morrissey-esque word, so hold well on. Yeah. Yeah. Don't let him... 
Don't let him claim words. He doesn't have. He doesn't have words. We the words of everybody's. Yeah. Don't the, let him claim words. They're in the public domain. So Minesweeper is a puzzle game, and the objective of the game is to work out the location of all the mines in the grid represented with by using number clues, which I think is just how mines are found in real life. Isn't that right? Mm-hmm. So I have written out the rules more precisely. The rules that I was showing, I was nineteen. Um, just to explain them, because the more I thought about it, the more I thought, actually, there's nuances that I need to make sure I've explained fully. There aren't nuances to Minesweeper. Yes, there are. Right. I want to know, how did you find out the rules at 19? My housemate at the time showed me. Your housemate at the time showed you. So you had to admit to them that you don't know how to play Minesweeper. It must come in conversation at some point, yes. Oh, I, f- I can imagine that sequence. I can imagine that scenario and it feels sad as well. So I'm getting a really vivid picture of you at university. I was probably eating potato waffles. I was big into potato waffles in my second year of university. Yeah. So, so well, waffles actually quite a, a good link there because it's uh, reminds me of all about boxes and grids. Mm-hmm. You, are, you are presented with a quantity of boxes on a rectangular grid. On each of those boxes, you have to left click a cell to uncover what is behind that box and there are three possibilities for what will be inside that box possibility one is that it is blank in which case all the adjoining blank boxes are revealed or the Mm. blank boxes that don't border and that happens if it doesn't border a mine Mm -hmm. possibility two is that it will show you a number and the number indicates how many surrounding boxes have mines in so one to eight and the third possibility very rare you get an eight yes it is very rare so you have to be extremely lucky to get an eight because that means you've you've clicked right in the middle of a of cluster a mine, of... an absolute minefield yeah. yeah and then the third possibility is that you've clicked a mine and um that you've ended the game however You've blown will, up that into will, pieces. That will never happen on your first go. The first go is never a mine. Is that true? Mm. Did not know that. Baked into the software. So, so, yeah, I wasn't aware of that. That's interesting. How did you always... Do, did you have a way of starting your Minesweeper games? I usually went right in the middle. Did you? Mm. I just used to do about three random clicks. I wasn't aware that the first one would never be a mine. So I would do... a. F- three random three or four very quick random clicks to see if i could find one of those very large deserts yeah of uh of a free space to show like a, a swath swathe that's the word yeah swath that's either to, both to, work to unlock a swath or swathe of emptiness that was always quite satisfying i enjoyed that because you then used to get the full clusters within that gap where the mines that you could were figure possibly out yeah. were yeah the the process of of solving minesweeper is just like working through an algorithm really yeah because actually basically i've just said i've just said three possibilities i've not said what you do with that so yes you're right Mm. what you what the aim of the game then is to use the information you've been presented with to reveal boxes and work out the location of all the mines the way the numbers work are if there's a box that maybe it's got a two in it that means that out of like ashley said out of the eight surrounding boxes two of those boxes have got mines in but you don't know which two Mm. out of that eight so you've got to then click somewhere else and hopefully maybe this time you might reveal the three so you know that three of the surrounding boxes have got mines in and maybe it might correlate with that one that that you clicked on that had a two and you've got to incrementally bit by bit work out which boxes have got mines in but if you suspect it's got a mine you can right click to put a flag on which then that's optional but i don't understand why you wouldn't say this is possibly got a mine in you can just leave it blank but obviously 
how putting a flag there is it's your indication, your way of showing yeah. that. And if there is another option, you know, what's that? If you click twice on a box that isn't uncovered, then you can you you go from the flag to like a mark. And the mark is like, well, I'm not sure what this is, but if you put the mark on, you can't actually click to reveal it. So if you're unsure of, say, like a, a, a row of three boxes, but you know one of them is a mine, you just don't know which one of the three, hmm. you can put this mark on them and it will stop you from accidentally clicking to reveal the mine. Okay. I did not know that. You so, didn't know that? Nope. So it's something new. Cool. Um, just out of interest, before you dive back into your explanation... Um, who is it that you are explaining this to? Because surely there is there are very few Chris's out there who have got to a certain age and need need the rules of Minesweeper explaining I in depth. I understand your point. However, I was in that situation. So I want to explaining for those this game that where listeners know. that don't know how to play Minesweeper, a game, that is no long, a game that is no longer available automatically on PC. There might be people who, you know... Maybe they don't have access to Google. Maybe they can't go on YouTube to watch a tutorial. I'm aiming to those people. And How also, are they going to get Minesweeper if they can't access the internet? Reasons. And also just remind people of what the game is. Okay. Because I'm hoping people listening going, oh, yeah, I remember that. Uh, I'm not quite sure how to play it. Oh, Chris did a, a bang-up job of explaining that. Well done, Chris. <laughs> What, what a superstar. You're not going to hear that from me. What I, what I resent is that you're not, you're not adding in any of the excitement of Minesweeper because it is, the for all intents and purposes, a game about potentially blowing up and, in fact, regularly being exploded. Yeah, because if you get a mine, uh, it's game over immediately. You've only got one life, which, again, dead. is just you're like dead. real life. Let's... So I've talked about this face at the top. There's this uh, emoji. It's a, usually, yeah. it's a smiley face. And if you click yeah. on a box, it changes to a, the, the O face. The, oh, yeah, like, it goes, oh, oh. Oh, yeah. and if you hold it, he just keeps that face. Yeah, and he's he just does. Like, oh. It's really tense. Exactly. That's what people need to know. And they need to know that there is a big old, big old explosion when you uncover a mine. Because that's the exciting part of the game. Mm. But it has to happen in your head. You have to imagine it. But that is what the game is. It's, yeah, it's, it's a minesweeper. Absolutely. And finally, each game is timed. And it's uh, it's that using that deduction and logic to work it out. So that is minesweeper in a nutshell. So you've already mm-hmm. mentioned about the availability it is not available on windows 10 it was it with me it was removed from windows 8 and subsequent versions of windows yeah, I thought However, it was around there. it's a free download from the microsoft store and the didn't version know that microsoft is... still offered it actually mm. i didn't know that they did otherwise i would have downloaded it because it's a real good time mm. waster you know like i've talked previously about games that i play to procrastinate when i when i'm trying to have a good old think about something i just need to clear my mind yeah that's what minesweep is so good for and actually what i often used it for so if i was doing like um an essay at at gcse level or something writing an english essay get a bit stuck in my brain fire up minesweeper and send a jet wash through my brain clear it through and that was completely what i was doing at university as well it was it was procrastination from essays not so much clearing my mind but just mm, i could write an essay or i could play some Minesweeper, and Minesweeper was what won. Fair enough. It's a really good game. I, I've got nothing to fault about it. <laughs> there you go. Do you want to... Do you know about the multiplayer version of Minesweeper, then? Yeah, I was going to say, do you want to jump in with your your personal story? Yeah, so I, obviously I haven't researched it, so I can only vaguely remember what was going on. I don't remember all the ins and outs of how it worked, but if you had MSN Messenger, as everybody did at the time... um. 
I think it must have been about 2003 or 2004. It was 2003. It was released for MSN Messenger. It was called Minesweeper Flags. Yes. So you you would fire up. They. It was kind of like Facebook games, but before Facebook even oh. existed as a concept. I feel so old having to explain the concept of MSN Messenger games. I know, Messenger yeah. Games. Oh. I, yeah. It, it, those were the days. Um MSN Messenger, you could fire, you could play these multiplayer games. Minesweeper Flags was one of them. It was a launch game from MSN Games, and you would play against somebody else. I can't remember. Have you got a, like an in and out of exactly how it works? In Minesweeper Flags, it was the same game, but your objective was to to, to work collaboratively to find the mines as a team. Was it? Because mm. I thought it was a, I thought it was a, a competitive game. I thought that you were trying to. Oh, outmaneuver I... the other person or beat the other person. Okay, maybe I've I've misnoted that then. Okay. Ah, uh, the reason being, the reason that I am aware of it and that I um had an affinity with with it is because at the time my wife, who well, at the time wife. was my girlfriend, yeah. was at the time my wife. Yeah, at the time my girlfriend, who is now my wife, um her her and I would play it over MSN Messenger when we weren't allowed to like. When we weren't allowed, when we couldn't be together or whatever, um, we would we would play Minesweeper Flags over Amazon Messenger, and we bonded, and now we're married. So that's the power of Minesweeper. Absolutely, is that romantic? I think that's romantic. Finding minds together—that's definitely romantic. It's more romantic than I, than I some things so. couples do. Like Princess Diana used to do it. I think is that right? I think she did. I think she did. Yeah, I don't know how that's romantic, but you know, uh, it was a thing she did. I, I don't think it was romantic. She she had her own mind sweeper, didn't she? She had her own own metal detector that she used to take out the fields. Um, I, I'm not sure. You're not sure, are you? I no. can tell. You're also you're also a little bit uncomfortable about yeah. talking about Princess Diana's mind sweeping dead predilection. Yeah, for some reason, I don't know why. I it's, know. What, what, what a strange man. What a strange man you are. The first game of this type was called Mind Out, and it came in 1983 on the Spectrum. Oh, okay. And it was actually renamed Minesweeper in some countries. It was developed by a British bloke called Ian Andrew, and that was the sort of the first, the progenitor of the genre. But there's been many variations over the years. For example, you can get games where there's different shaped minefields, so it's not just a, a rectangular shape you can get 3d ones there's ones where it's hexagonal boxes triangular boxes there's loads of different types and versions have appeared in for example pokemon heart gold and soul silver it was a mini game called voltorb flip really did yeah. not know that and it would have been an insta buy would it for that yeah yeah fair enough and i'm quite surprised at this in 2015 an april fool's day update for minecraft added a version called mines creeper so the creepers from Minecraft were in it. Uh, it was so it's creepers you were finding instead of mines, and they decided that was you know April Fools. We'll, we'll put this game in. I don't understand why it was deemed to be a you know a bit of a, a silly thing. Personally, no, me neither. But I don't get Minecraft for for many reasons. I'm not the the target audience really. However, we are talking about the Microsoft version. The Microsoft mm. version was first created for OS two in 1987 and was internally very popular and apparently and again this might be one of the apocryphal stories that we find every now and then bill gates internally had the high score for the beginner mode of minesweeper right which is what because you can do about nine seconds i think i could do that in yeah but apparently he was the best in 
uh, apparently he was the best within Windows at the beginner mode. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. On the beginner mode, I could do about nine seconds on a good day. Oh, well, is that better than Bill Gates, though? That's what I'm asking. He must have been doing it in less than that, or maybe not, because I don't work at Microsoft. No, absolutely. In maybe, maybe they can... Uh, yeah, no, true. I wasn't even born. I probably wasn't very good at Minesweeper at that point. I'd imagine not. It was ported to the first version of Windows. The first official release was on the Microsoft Entertainment Pack 1 in 1990 and was then set as the standard install of Windows 3.1 in 1992. So just while you've been going through that, I've had a quick look at Minesweeper flags just to right, clarify just to how that, that worked. Yep. Yep. Um, and it's not, a compet- it's not a cooperative game. It's a game where you, instead of trying to flag off the mines you're actually trying to find the mines and you need to find more mines than the other player oh, okay so quite a variation it's a sort of variation you are still you are still identifying where the mines are but it's a competitive game in which you uncover the mines mm. um and you need to come uncover more mines than the other player so it was a competitive game and my 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 now wife and I used to compete at it. She was very good at Minesweeper. I was equally good at Minesweeper, but I think she was the first one out of the two of us to finish Expert for the first time. Who was better at Minesweeper flags, though? I wish I could remember. I think it feels a bit like I was peacocking ah, playing Minesweeper okay. flags. So I probably was, you know. It was like, oh, yeah. Look, I'm so good at Minesweeper flags. Love me. Like that. It's a really cool way to woo a lady. Yeah, at being all alpha male and dominating her and being better at it. Yeah, that's definitely what I was doing. Yeah, because I'm I'm all, I was a terrible person. And when people, still am a little bit. And when people think you, they straight away think alpha male, don't they? They think of me and they go, "Minesweeper flags, motherfucker." <laughs> that's what people you know, on your you, uh, gravestone. They look at me. They just know. They just know. They don't even know what Minesweeper flags is. No one was playing Minesweeper flags except me and Hannah. <laughs> and yet they still look at me. They go, "Minesweeper flags." Or well, by comparison, like, when, it's like. Instinct. When I was when I was playing MSN Messenger games, I always went for tic tac toe. Is that was that on there? Mm. I bet there were some really good MSN Messenger games. I'm going to look that up in the in the halftime uh, bit. What the games were? When I was again when I was at university, uh, a friend I had at home, we used to spend a long time playing tic tac toe, aka noughts and crosses, on MSN Messenger. I can't believe MSN Messenger is not around anymore. It mm. made so much sense. Yeah, but it, it was good. It was about. Six, seven years ago, it got shut down because it got superseded by, you know, Facebook Messenger. Yeah, well, Facebook's bullshit. Oh. My, Microsoft... A- apart from uh, Windows, our page, MS- obviously. Yeah, well, frankly, I don't... It, the only reason that I want... That I'm on Facebook is because we have to maintain the Facebook page. <laughs> it, genuinely, if uh, if I could leave Facebook without anything problematic happening, then I would go. Um, because it's, it's just so much shit. And... If Microsoft were running MSN Messenger without the need to harvest your data, why the why the hell does Facebook have to do it? It's sinister, but we won't get into that because it's it's not a light-hearted podcast if we talk about <laughs> the sinister nature of Facebook and why MSN Messenger was better. Yeah, that, that's but it to, was. That's going to talk about finding minds. That's much more wholesome. Yeah, exactly. Amazingly, the version that came as standard in 1992 was unchanged up until windows vista in january 2007 so it Mm. was completely the same game for 15 years and and i remember it changing as well (laughs) do you (laughs) yeah because it was just a it it, so what was it vista you say it was like a it was just a nice polished version before that it was it was sort of windows 95 style blocky yeah yeah and then and then they just redesigned it to fit in with the vista 
theme mm. and it was all like rounded corners and it was quite nice i quite like the the original version being very yeah, i like i like both teutonic i've i i'm a bit of a weird one whereby i have always quite liked i i've liked pretty much every new version of windows god this is such a geeky episode chris <laughs> Every no, version of Windows. No one's listening to a gaming podcast about Minesweeper and expecting us to be, you know, talking about, I don't know, rad things like skateboarding. Maybe not. So, okay. Um, there's always been, like, naysayers who have been like, oh, no, the new version of Windows is not good as the old version of Windows or whatever. Every, pretty much, I think, every new iteration of Windows I've I've welcomed with gay abandon. Have I used gay abandon already in this episode? <laughs> you haven't, but that's a great or, phrase. Okay, I've, I've been very pleased with new iterations of Windows. from Because from, we started, I, I've mentioned this on the podcast before, our first, our first computer was given to us by an australian lady who popped over the fence one day as happens transport tycoon yep tran- no not transport tycoon roller coaster tycoon no transport it was transport tycoon episode you talked about that all oh, right okay i see well we had roller coaster tycoon on it which is why we probably right. talked about it and it was windows 311 so we went windows 311 uh windows 98 windows 9 uh, windows me windows what would it be after that? Windows Vista and yeah, so on probably. and so forth. Uh, so we've we've had pretty much every version of, of Windows and I've loved them all. I thought they were all great. So there you go. There's my little love letter to Windows, <laughs> which is, I know how sad that sounds, but I'm, I'm keeping it in. It's staying in. <laughs> it's making the cut. There was an interesting thing with the updated version of Minesweeper, which comes from the Italian version of Minesweeper that was included in Windows 2000. So for the Italian version, they had a reskinned version called Flowerfield, which was garden themed. And they decided, and they decided to include that in the updated version for Windows Vista because they felt that it, or Microsoft felt that it was more peaceful and that in 2007, having a game that was about blowing up and finding mines, etc., they they needed to make it more zen. So they made this version where it was all about gardening instead. But it's exactly the same gameplay, just reskins to be about gardens. Right, okay. I mean, fine. It's fine. It's the same game. Yeah, exactly. My, the mines kind of look like weird black flowers anyway. I suppose so, but I don't think they'd have quite the ni- like thistles. The, the same nice smell to them if you were to get too close to one. I'm also not sure why you'd put flags on a flower. To go back to it another day and look at it again? Is it like those little things that people put where it's like they've got the name of the flower on and they put them in their gardens? Maybe it's that. All right, okay. I'm not going to argue with that because I don't think it makes sense. But <laughs> That's what people do. My grand does it. I know what you mean. When you buy a, f- buy a plant and the plant comes with the name of the plant yeah. on the thing. Yeah. And you leave it in the ground so you know where you've buried it when it dies off. I mean, you you make planting flowers sound so morbid. <laughs> it is kind of like it is just uh, an annual reminder that everything dies. <sighs> the perfect moment for us to jump into playing Minesweeper, I think. There. Okay, I mean, I love gardening, but everything dies. But everything dies. Just to continue the the Smiths theme I introduced at the start of the episode.
Ashley, when you close your eyes, can you see a grid and numbers and mines and flags and things now? I don't need to close my eyes. I'm still playing it. Are you genuinely still playing while we're talking? Yes. I'm that riveting yeah. conversationalist that... No, it's nothing to do with that. It's because it's just really like Minesweeper. I haven't played it for years. And it's the kind of thing where we can have a conversation and you can play. That's right. what the beauty of Minesweeper is. So don't feel offended. Come on, don't don't get offended. So have I reacquainted your love affair with Minesweeper? Yeah, yeah. I've now got Minesweeper on my computer again after God knows how long. can't remember the last time I had Minesweeper on my computer. Well, let's run through the I'm very happy. Let's run through the different versions we played during our playtest of this tonight. Yeah, so, that was one of the most surprising elements of this, actually. Mm. That, so you said that there was a version that you could download from the Microsoft Store or the Windows Store, whatever they call it these days. And then I Googled just the word Minesweeper and Google has got its own version that you can play like a, a, an HTML5 version of it. Just embedded. If you Google if you Google Minesweeper, it's just embedded in, in Google. I think I said Google too many times there. It's fine. Very appetizing for them. It's done now. I think they need it. Yeah. It's, we always like to help the little guy here at this game work. Uh, absolutely. Exactly what I was going for. Yeah. Uh, and that's what I'm playing right now. I'm playing the Google version, which is great. Is that your favorite version that we've played tonight? I don't know, really. So there's those two versions. There's the Google version. There's the... Um, official Microsoft version, and there's which, one which that we'll, you found that was like a which we'll talk a about, classic. which we'll talk about in in detail in a few minutes because a little that's, bit more, yeah, our main bit. And then yeah, I found MinesweeperOnline.com, which is the classic version with the little face at the top. Yes, and and it does its best to emulate the exact way it was sort of pre Vista, which I think I have played like in the in more recent years. I found that or or a version of it online. Mm. Um, and I've had a little dabble with that, but it doesn't feel the same playing it on a in an on a browser window. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, for some reason. At the same time, I really actually do like the version that Google have come up with. It's really nice and colourful. It has it has a nice set of sound effects, especially when you find a mine to the point where it's quite nice actually to find a mine because every <laughs> when you find the mine, it sets all the other mines off in a in a random sequence. Um, uncovers all of their positions, all different colours, um, and it plays like plinky plinky piano sounds, slightly discordant, but not discordant enough to be un not sinister, unpleasant. It's like a really nice reward for failing, <laughs> and it's garden themed. So, so the Google one is not garden themed. Oh, I thought it However, was. When I had a no. Oh, okay. No, um, I mean, it kind of is. It's got some flowers around the side, but... Yeah, that's what I'm getting confused with. I'm getting confused with the garden theme within the the, the proper the v- version. Yeah, so y- the garden theme that you're alluding to is the garden theme inside the Windows version. Be- and, and actually, you alluded to that in the first episode, in the first half, yeah, because you said about the version. Italian version mm. being all flowers. And they seem to have in... So let me just wrap up about the Google version. Yeah. It's very colourful. It has got some flowers on. It's got some really nice sound effects, especially when you uh, hit a mine to the point where it feels like a reward um, for finding a mine, which is a bit strange. Um, and that's that's the Google version. It's also super easy to find. You just Google Minesweeper and there you are. Um, so if you are going to play a version in a browser, I'd make it that one. So the Microsoft iteration of minesweeper is a slightly more fully fledged package yeah and 110 uh, megabytes 
Yeah, I was, I was surprised to the point where I thought you were on the wrong website, like looking at some kind of random ransomware that you were going to download <laughs> onto your computer. Well, let's, and, not, uh, let's not count my chickens before they've hatched, eh? Well, I think you're pretty safe. It seems to have come from Microsoft. And the reason it's so big is because actually it's a complete overhaul of Minesweeper. It's not in the slightest bit like the old Minesweeper. No. It comes with the obvious, uh, with, with, with Minesweeper. Um, the regular version of Minesweeper with two themes. And those two themes are with mines and with like a gardening theme, uh, which which has you finding ladybirds. And it's a shame there isn't a classic version just to have that, that old school screen. But that's, that's a, it that's would a be personal nice. preference, really. Yeah. The surprise was this adventure mode that they've incorporated into it. So that's one of the surprises. Yeah, which I absolutely love and was playing for quite a long time while you were dabbling with different versions. So adventure mode is like this, this top down. Uh, you're getting across this cave from left to right and all the blocks... You're presented with a grid of blocks, just like in Minesweeper, and as you're adventuring across, the numbers appear on the floor, and you have to do the exact same system as normal Minesweeper. But a bit like you've said with the Google version, I really like the ambience of it. The sound effects remind me a lot of Dungeon Keeper, and as you're excavating the blocks, which I know you've not played Dungeon Keeper, but I think it's the same sound, if not it's very similar to the quite mm. soothing, I always found, sound of the imps digging away at the, the soil to expand your cave and Dungeon Keeper. Okay. And it's then got these mechanics in where there's enemies that you have to fight arrows at. And I just think it was a really nice reinvention of that core game mechanic. And I genuinely will go back to playing that adventure mode of Minesweeper. Hmm. So you had that reaction to it, and I can understand it. The the problem that I think I had with it is that it wasn't it was mine it was the mechanics of Minesweeper applied to a different idea, um, and that's fine if that's what you want. I I I like Minesweeper, so I could probably enjoy it. But at the same time, what I go to Minesweeper for isn't a fully fledged adventure game. It's it's that little um, it's that little moment that yeah. ten minutes of just downtime, um, and. The main problem, or one of the main problems, with the Microsoft version, the Microsoft package that they put together, because it is it's quite a fully-fledged package, quite a packed package. But the problem with it is is that they the game, whereas it was nippy in, in the classic version, there is a lot of loading that happens in mm. between games. Now, I'm not, I'm not running... I, I'm running a reasonably good computer. Um, it shouldn't it shouldn't need to load <laughs> you know it's got the we i've got an m.2 ssd in this computer i've got a, a ryzen 3600 cpu it shouldn't need to load <laughs> um and yet it, it's loading in between every game which means that you don't have that nippiness you don't have you don't have that streamlined um smooth transition from one game to the next when you die that instead one, that one more go it's not quite as yeah. easy as that because you've got that bit of downtime between each go. Yeah. There are infrequent 30-second adverts. I think mm -hmm. I encountered one, and that, that exacerbates that problem. But the real problem is that moment where it goes to black screen and has a loading a loading icon. They need to eliminate that loading uh, if if this version, if this package is, is going to do anything major. But at the same time, they put Minesweeper out. <laughs> you know, they've put, they've put it out 
they've done something a little bit more with it. They made an effort with it, so they're probably and they're probably not going to return to try and no. polish it up and get rid of those loading screens. So and they're clearly doing something right. It's it's ranked in the top five free games for Windows, and it has got nice things like it's got the the whole Xbox or Microsoft Live, whatever you call it, the cross-compatibility had achievements, which was quite an unusual yeah. uh, situation we found. But and, well, I quite enjoyed getting achievements for Minesweeper. Nice little change. The 30-second advert you mentioned, we both commented on how loud it was, which obviously to grab your attention. And obviously it's free. I understand Microsoft, again, we're putting the plea for the, the little man across here. I understand Microsoft have got to recoup that somewhere for it being free and to the, ex- to the extent where there are some subscription offers within it so you can pay £1.19 for one month or £7.69 for a year to remove all the adverts now I'm not sure how I feel about that well I am sure no, I feel I'm about not that sure. I, yeah. I, I feel that it's uh, outrageous I, but I understand the business idea behind is it is it outrageous or is it ridiculous well, both isn't it Okay, no, think, no, it's not outrageous. I think you're right, it's ridiculous. Um, I think ridiculous rather than outrageous because you can quite easily ignore Minesweeper. It's not a, it's not a, it's not a necessity of life. I mean, all games are. They none, no game is a necessity of life. But of all games, Minesweeper is quite ignorable. Mm. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Um, the the thing that makes it quite ridiculous is. I really like Minesweeper, and I don't think I'd pay a subscription no. fee to to play it, uh, to even facilitate playing it. So, like, I'm moaning about the loading screens. One, that won't go away with the subscription. Um, but two, even if it did, I don't think I'd be invested enough in Minesweeper to want to subscribe to the service. No. The, the other element of it being ridiculous is you've said that, obviously, obviously, Microsoft need to recoup the costs of development. But actually, this game for how long was packaged for free in the in the Windows OS uh, and across multiple instances of mm. Windows? It was redesigned for Windows Vista, as you as you pointed out. I know that there would be minimal um, minimal input to that, minimal requirement to that, and they have put together a more f- a more packed package uh, f- here. But they are also Microsoft, and the that. That corporation is the biggest or one of the biggest, one of the most rich corporations in the world. So to give away a free game wouldn't be beyond the pale. No. And I suppose for us, we're feeling so uh, aggrieved about this is because we are so used to having it available for free baked within Windows. Yeah, exactly. It's... It's a free game. Mm. It is no more than that. <laughs> um, it's always been free. It should have always... It should continue to be free. I don't really know why they are trying to monetize Minesweeper. It seems a little bit ludicrous. Ridiculous. Nonsensical. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just can't understand why they thought, oh, there's a market. And maybe there is. That's the weird thing. Well, maybe there is a market for a subscription minesweeper service and that's just weird to me minesweeper has still does still do big business there is a massive online community at minesweeper.info and there's people who are you know really into it and are advocates of the game and exchange tips and tidbits and and so on and there's also interestingly there's a strong overlap between the minesweeper community and the rubik's cube world rankings 
Oh, uh, yeah. So I can Which I can see that. I'm not a Rubik's Cube com- type. No, but- no, I, I don't get Rubik's Cubes at all. Uh, before we wrap up, though, I just want to point out that the Microsoft version does come with rules so when you start playing a new game it pops up explaining step by step how to play the game which i really appreciated i mean yeah, listener, you completely now don't need unnecessarily those. listener you now don't need those because i've explained it in the first half so clearly how to play minesweeper however just having those there was very much appreciated by me minesweeper is such a straightforward and simple game that you can play it all the way through recording the second half of your podcast and your presenter won't wouldn't actually know whether you were whether you were or whether you were just having them on. So is that... That's how simple it is. And that's how... I, I don't think you need a rules explainer for a game as simple as that. Is that a clarification that you have just carried on playing Minesweeper while you've been talking? Uh, I am currently uh, doing very well on an expert game of Minesweeper. Is that on MinesweeperOnline.com or on the Microsoft version or Google version? Google. Google version. So is that what we're recommending then for everyone, just to play the, the Google version because it's accessible and free and advert-free? Yeah, and it's got that one more... It's got that streamlinedness that that Microsoft has somehow programmed out of their version for some stupid reason. So you, you go... It takes two seconds to move from one, one game of Minesweeper to the next on I the Google pers- version. I personally would recommend MinesweeperOnline.com just because it would be in the classic version because I'm a a bit yeah. on the tooth and just I liked that retro blast however I appreciate the point that Ash is making that the Google version it is quite nice in terms of accessibility it's less clicks to get to the mic uh, to the Google version yeah less Does characters to press in its favor as well mm. yeah fair so points. there you go um yeah it's a shame really what they've done to to the Microsoft version I was well up for having Oh, I'll tell you what we haven't talked about. I, I, if you are going to play the the version on the Microsoft package, if you're going to play the Microsoft version of it, um, go for the garden theme because the garden theme it almost has an ASMR esque um feel to it. They've got these really nice grass cutting sounds when you click each of the tiles, each of the squares, and then at the end, whether you die, uh, well, whether you lose or whether you win you get this really nice animation of of all of the ladybirds dancing so that's really fun the other side of that the negative side of that is that the the modern theme which includes the mines when you lose when you Mm. uncover a mine there's this absolute bombardment of audio explosions which is a, a bit overwhelming i didn't like it at all it was not very nice and yeah i don't think minesweeper needs that to be honest it needs plinky plonky piano or dancing ladybirds and you get that with the google version and you get that with the garden theme so so yeah so basically in conclusion we're recommending the google version mindsweeperonline.com and the microsoft version for all different reasons yes fair so make your own conclusion depending on what you fancy really yeah check them both out keep the one you want I mean, there's the other element of that is that the Google version doesn't require a download. Oh, that's not at all. Let's not add in so, more uh, <laughs> more confusions. Reasons. Yeah, exactly. Just we've we presented you with three different iterations of Minesweeper. Minesweeper. Just, Why do just, we have to do all of your work for you? Exactly. That's what Gordon Bennett. Yeah, grow up. 
maybe once you've established which iteration of Minesweeper you really enjoy, you come and let us know over at our social media channels. We are available on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And while you're doing that, or even after you've done that, uh, you could also perhaps like, share, subscribe, leave five-star reviews, share us with all of your friends even your enemies maybe they might like us who knows yeah if your enemies have taste send us along with your pipe bombs yeah let's not end on that note um thank you for listening (laughs) and see you next time bye